Welcome, you're listening to Sansiche. Where you'll find everything to do with spirituality, life lessons, holistic living, and medicine. To become your true self. We all have stories, journeys, experiences, and love. Here's your host, Aaron O'Dowd. Welcome to Sansish. This is Aaron O'Dowd. Today we have Priya Lima. She attended the Alive and Health conference in 2013. She is wife of John Thompson, who we had on the, the show in the last episode, and I'm looking forward to hearing what she says. So welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Wonderful. Excited to talk to Erin here all the way from Ireland, and we're here in Vancouver, Washington. It's a beautiful day, overcast lightly with a little bit of blue sky peeking through from here and there. Um, but I bet it's beautiful in Ireland just as well, huh? It sure is. Um, interesting enough, I was at the Live and Healthy conference in 2013, and I did not know that you were speaking at the event. Uh-huh. We had a really beautiful time, and everybody in the audience, I was teaching them how to go inward and talk to spirit and to take notes and listen inward and to write what spirit was telling them from within. And there was some great results from that. And I actually had them pair up in couples, you know, each person taking their turn and sharing uh, what they see, what they heard, and what they received from spirit, ancestors or loved ones on the other side. Um, After I demoed the uh, how-to, then they paired up and they practiced with one another, and there were great results. Uh, I can remember uh, a young gentleman who had a loved one who passed away on the other side, and uh, this was picked up by the person who was reading for them. Where did it all begin for you? Where did you discover your hidden talents? It's actually been a natural thing. When I was a child, I remember uh, I had a family that was uh, very difficult to grow up with, which I'm sure a lot of people out there have had that experience. And really, it was a blessing to push me to go inward. So if anyone out there has had difficult uh, raising of a childhood with uh, parents or siblings, really, it is, it's no fun, of course, and it's unfortunate, but actually, it's a blessing. And it forced me, when there's tribulations on the outside, it forced me to go inward and be more with spirit and follow uh, through the senses, uh, through hearing, seeing, and the knowingness of our great intuition, which we all have, to listen what spirit tells us what we need to do so difficulties won't be as harsh for us. So... Again, if anyone has difficulties with upbringing with family, which is something they're working on, of course, um, then it pushes us to go inward. And this is how my abilities um, were greatly enhanced. I also saw, when I was a child, I saw uh, a Native American man in uh, bright colors at my doorway of my bedroom. and. It was very comfortable, very familiar, and a very friendly spirit. 
and it was actually a medicine man. So I didn't think much of it to tell anyone, just kind of a natural flow. Um, and then as I became older, um, I had a powerful experience with my daughter when she was just born. I was about 19 and I would breastfeed her every four hours. She was four days old. I got up at two in the morning to feed her, held her in my arms, ready to feed her. And then all of a sudden, an adult energy uh, enveloped her body. And I heard a loud voice say, I'm here now, I'm here to be with you. So I put her down nicely, went across the room and thought, oh my gosh, <laughs> what an experience. Then another part of me said, pray Malia, go back and pick her up and feed her. So I went back to pick her up to feed her and her body was back to the baby energy. Um, and um, so what her soul was telling me that she was back and what that was is that I was born actually an identical twin. And my twin sister passed away, identical twin sister passed away two and a half with spinal meningitis. And um, she left me alone to deal with my family. <laughs> and then she returned later when I was 19 as my daughter. And usually for what I understand, souls will uh, come back through the family lineage to support us, uh, to work through things. And so, um, I'm really grateful that she returned as my daughter. And it is quite different, even though we're very, very close, it is quite different other than an identical twin. So it's not what we think that it's going to be the second round <laughs> together. But again, we're always grateful for everything and I love her. She's my um, love of my life. And um, I've had quite a few miracles in my life from then on and Phenomenal Miracles, which I put in my first book called Home is in Our Heart. Actually, it was a message from Mother Mary, and it's Home is in Your Heart, actually. That's the title of my first book, uh, after I've had many years of miracles. And um, should I share the miracles, Erin? If you want, it's, it's your experience, so if you want to share it, go ahead. If you don't, that's perfectly fine. Sure. So, um, one of the miracles I had was um, when I was probably in my 30s, I was married and not very happy in my previous marriage. And um, there was a lot of tribulation, and I was studying for school, and I knew that this was not a part of me, and I was quite down, and I thought, what could I do to shift this? I know that this is not me and I needed to shift this energy. So I got up, put my books down, I was studying. I put my books down and I stood up and thought, okay, what can I do here? I know within my soul that I can shift out of this. Because I knew in my heart there's miracles within us, each one of us. I knew this. And so then I thought, well, okay, I'll put my hands together in prayer position. I know that this is good to do because when we put our hands together in prayer position, our right side of our body as well as our left side of our body um, come together as an electrical system. We're like a little battery. And because we're made of water and electricity, when we put our right side and left side together in prayer, we become like a conduit within our own body, like a battery. And 
So putting myself prayer, hands of prayer condition, I thought, okay, I'll put, I stood up, grounded myself, put my hands together in prayer position, and thought, okay, I'll put it at my heart because I know that it's good to be in prayer at the heart because the heart is very powerful. It's the doorkeeper of our child, and it's a very uh, beautiful doorway that connects to all things in life. So I did that, did those two combinations, and then I thought, okay, what's the next thing I can do? And unknowingly, I was being guided from spirit and my soul. Then I said, okay, I was told by spirit, now I need to forgive. Forgiveness is very powerful. I said, oh, okay, that's right, spirit. Forgiveness is very powerful. So who or how or what should I forgive? And then spirit said, you must forgive yourself. I said, okay, I've got two hands in prayer position at the heart. I'm grounded. And now I'm going to forgive myself. And then I got forgive myself from all past lives for up to today and all and everything in the future. So I visualized in my mind like electrical light from past lives, from current to the future, like just every which way. And doing this, I actually shifted my left hip bone. Now, the bone moved right before my eyes and it was a phenomenal experience. It was so, it was such a personal rewarding experience because I know that there's miracles within us, each one of us. The left bone kind of like shifted. And um, I know that, you know, I didn't have a major hip problem, but I do know that when we're unhappy for a, a period of time, our body becomes unbalanced. And I do know that there's times that one leg is a little longer than the other, and it happens with a lot of us. So, uh, you know, my guesstimation of the reasoning why this left bone hip, hip bone shifted is because of those reasons. And, you know, it was a very deep personal thing. I didn't go out and do a big broadcast to people uh, because it is quite uh, phenomenal to have your bone shift before your eyes. It was a deep soul realization with spirit. And my, spirit wanted me to know this because of course I wasn't the only one in the room. And so um, I know that we can all do this in practicing those three points, standing up, grounding ourselves into the earth, bringing our two hands together in the power of prayer position, uh, forgiving ourselves. And that's all we have to do is so that we let go of anything that's hanging on to us to clear our channels. You know, whatever has anyone here has ever done, just forgiving ourselves and letting it go. Uh, maybe something we didn't understand, we misunderstood, or something we just need to let go. Whatever our incident is in any trauma or anything we need to clear the body. Once we say we forgive and we let go of you know, you fill in the blanks yourself and really mean it. Just just mean it within your heart. And I know that everyone in doing this would have some kind of uh, productive, positive experience. That was one of the miracles I had that's in my first book, Home is in Your Heart. So uh, 
do you want to hear more miracle stories or what else would you like to hear everyone and Aaron? first of all I'd like to hear how your book came how did that come about oh okay well i was probably um in my mid-40s and i was i always loved to express and love to express in writing as well as other ways and communicating and um I thought, I felt I have to write, I have to share, and I felt the energy of a book. And I thought, and I sat, and I thought, geez, what do I write, Spirit? What do I write? And then it occurred to me, well, write all of your spiritual experiences you've had in your life, and they're miracles. A lot of, I've had a lot of powerful miracle stories. And I thought, and, you know, a lot of them were very personal, too. I've had a lot of miracle stories where people were witness of these miracles at different gatherings. So Spirit told me to write. I sat down and wrote, and Spirit says, don't worry. I thought, you know, this is like 15, 16 years of miracles in my life when I was in my mid-40s. And Spirit says, I thought to, I, I primarily thought, well, geez, how am I gonna remember that? Spirit says, don't you worry. Um, it'll come back to you naturally in a natural flow, every detail of that you need to write. And so as I sat down, I wrote um, in a quiet, you gotta have a quiet place. And um, I put incense on in a quiet place and a, a music that was instrumental and spiritual, very light at a distance, because it, it helps to move the energy, move the flow. And I have water there because we have to do a lot of water. Um, because when I write, I, I write what spirit tells me. I don't write out of my head. I just go with the flow, what comes through. And so I'm actually channel writing what spirit tells me. So I have my water. You always have a good thing of water because when we write or when we read, we're actually moving in our electricity with spirit. And it's like a conduit, and so we need to replenish our system with lots of water. And of course, we need to ground. We don't block our chakras or our energy centers, and we want to be in a complete flow with spirit. So the same thing as talking and receiving. You just, you just, I, you know, I like to write it down with pen on paper or pencil. I love pencils. Um, because they're a little more grounding for me. They're also made of wood. It's a natural element. Pens don't feel right to me. It just doesn't feel right, the energy. Pencils, I love them. It's like because they're the tree. And they feel more natural and they ground better for me. So I use a pencil on a tablet and it's, well, I have more control over the pencil on a tablet of paper um, because my hand will move fluidly. Um, you know, there are some things I've learned to write on the computer, um, but again, it flows better with pencil and paper. So I would write pencil and paper and it would flow through me. And um, sometimes I shifted onto uh, a laptop. Um, and then I had a woman who helped edit everything I would write. And she was in the other room. I think it took about four, five, six, Spirit comes through very fast, by the way. Everything will just flow through. Um, I have to share this. So when you write, it flows through, and you're in perfect bliss. 
you are in perfect bliss. It is a joy. It is a bliss, and it is a harmony, and it's in love. You're in love with you and spirit. You're in this beautiful flow, and everything just comes through. And again, it's like flow, and it's like bliss. Bliss is a very ultimate high. It's a natural high. You don't have to do chemicals or um, go to big fancy places for any high. You can just sit down and be in this grounded perfect place with spirit and write. And it is the highest high, purest flow high that anyone can be in, and it's absolutely free. You don't have to go anywhere. So you flow and write in a perfect bliss when spirit comes through, and you just write. You don't analyze it. You just write it all through. And it took about four, let's see, four, five, six. It took about six weeks to write. It's close to 200 pages, and they're little short stories of my miracle experiences as well as lesson techniques of how to once to go deeper within as well as teaching of um, bringing back soul aspects a soul retrieval process so all of that's in the first book so as I sat and wrote every detail flowed through I was amazed at these details coming through and as I wrote these stories, I had a friend who was in the other living room, in the other room, and I had the door shut, and she would get up there and start editing it. So I think it was a matter of four to six weeks, uh, five days a week for a few hours. Um, I would write my stories, and then she would clean it up in the other room. And that's how it all came together. And spirit will come through very fast. At least for me, it, it's come through in a beautiful, fast way. And that's how the first book came about. And um, I have a second book that came about a few years later because Spirit wanted me to have a few more exciting experiences to share. And um, should I share about the second book now, Erin? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, great. So I'm actually back in bliss talking about the experiences so it's a delight for me to share and I uh, really hope that everything I'm sharing for people who are interested in writing um, you know these different techniques or tools of how to allow spirit to flow through them and uh, so real quick on the second book it's called the true love of Aphrodite and Hercules and their loving animal guides that brought them together it's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. The first book, uh, you can call me here at the office. I have a few left, just a few left. And um, the office number is 425-968-5097. Or you go on my website, www.prema-lia.com. So um, I'm going to start with the second book now. And... Um, I lived in Las Vegas. Uh, that was a very harsh place for me to live, but they do say that once you live in Vegas, you can live anywhere. It is a harsh place to live. And that also forces you to go inward even more so. And I had a, quite a few uh, phenomenal experiences there. So the second book, I was introduced uh, first by the Arcturian light beings and they are a star system up in our sky. 
if you look at the Big Dipper and you go to the very end of the handle of the Big Dipper, then you draw a line and, and from the Big Dipper, the, the line from the handle to a certain angle where you see a bright star, that is the Arcturian star system. Arcturians are a light being that are here to help our Earth support it, to grow it, as well as, as well as many other light beings from many other solar systems. So the Arcturians had come to me and um, they come to me in um, telepathically and also through colors and through, um, they show me in communication of different things on the earth here. They come to me energetically and they also show me um, blue colors. It's a deep, uh, dark blue color and that's the color rays they come through letting me know it's them and they're very loving. All light beings that support our earth or guides or helpers, they only come to us with love and grace and gentleness. They never come to us in an unhealthy or unpleasant way. If anyone experiences anything unpleasant, it's not uh, of the light or love. So always keep that in mind. Um, it's always light and love no matter what. And it's only when we allow them through out of our um, acceptance. So um, those are some good things to remember. So they um, introduced themselves to me and came to me. And they also, our parents are here to help our animals and our plant systems. They help uh, raise the vibration of the DNA within our plant systems as well as the animals. And yes, too, they have a DNA system as well as ourselves as we um, expand within our DNA system. That's how they help. And so when they came through, um, they're really fun. And uh, they came through, and I ended up writing the book, uh, The True Love of Aphrodite and Hercules. And those names are symbolic, uh, metaphorical messages of the character in teaching us how to connect with our animal guides. Uh, my father is Aztec and part Native American. So I learned as a child how to appreciate the animals, the environment, growing up on a ranch, how to learn the different Native American appreciation of the environment, plant world, and animals. So the Arcturians helped me, and they came through in teaching me also about the connection of the animal guides. And they are also guide helpers, as well as our angel helpers. And the animals have different characteristics that teach us different things to learn. Say if you're walking down a path and you see a deer, if you're in nature, of course, that deer is a reflection of a magnetic calling to us through our chakras. So we connect and bring things to us through our chakras of things we need to learn and understand and appreciate for ourselves on our path of life. So if we're walking in nature and we see a deer, that deer is saying, hi, here I am. We brought each other together and I'm to give you the reflection of gentleness. So deer is a characteristic of gentleness. And so that tells me, oh, I, I need to do more things more in gentleness or I appreciate my gentleness. And that's what the deer medicine or guide helper comes to us. And so they can also come to us in spirit. 
they can come to us and show us in picture form. If you see a picture of maybe a um, an eagle over and over again, and uh, or on television, uh, even a stuffed animal, that tells you to really pay attention to the characteristic of the eagle medicine, which eagles are good about micro, macro, and vision, seeing details as well as broadening our vision. That's how you can identify, and if you see it repetitively, that's how you would know that you have your animal guide. That is your animal guide, and we can have more than one. And also, we teach here in the office, we have workshops, and we, uh, I have a drum, and I do a drum journey, and assisting to teach one how to connect with their actual animal guide. So we offer that here at the office, so just give us a call, and we can start a group, uh, minimum of five people, maximum of ten. We like a nice, small group, uh, so it keeps it very personal and productive for everyone. So back with the book, um, the uh, two characters of Aphrodite and Hercules go through tribulations in their life, and they get back on track on their path, the appropriate path for themselves uh, by meeting each animal guide that comes to them in dream plane and teaching them that particular tool or characteristics of what they need to apply to get back on track. So I will share real brief about the book uh, without telling the whole story and giving it away, is that Aphrodite had to learn to find love within herself and uh, Aphrodite being of love. And then uh, Hercules had to learn that strength is not on the outside, but strength within. That was their true, one of their biggest things they needed to learn other than a few other lessons in life. And every lesson is good, it's always good. It may seem hard or difficult or scary and why is this happening to me? But you know, it's always about something that's gonna be good out of that. And you know, it is scary at times or it might seem very difficult. But just keep telling ourselves there's something good about this. I don't see it yet. I don't feel it. I surely don't feel it yet. But I will find out there's something good I'm going to figure out about this. And that's really what spirit teaches us. And so we can alleviate the stress, difficulty, trauma, harshness, negativity of that lesson when we look at it that way through that perspective. So um, taking a deep breath and releasing all trauma all negativity and believing that there's something good out of each situation that we go through that may be difficult and then bringing forward to us our helpers whether they're angelic guides animal guides and knowing they're here to assist us and support us through and um so anyway um the uh, second book of Aphrodite the true love of Aphrodite and Hercules are lessons that teaches within. And about 50 to 60% of the book rhymes in telling the story. So the Arcturians came through me along with spirit in a very harmonious rhyme. Because spirit is very harmonious. And it came through a rhyme. And rhymes are very melodic as well as music. You know, even plants love music. Because spirit is not stiff. Everything should be a flow harmonically. And so the rhyming in the book and telling the story came through the Arcturians as well as spirit. It's an inner, very deep, cellular level 
that was being neutralized and healed through the song and dance from spirit through the Arcturians. So I was actually dancing in the light through the harmonics of spirit and the Arcturians in writing the second book. And that's where the rhyme comes in. So kids are right on target when they're dancing and singing and rhyming. They love it. You just let the kids, they'll tell you the truth, what's right on for us. That's why they jump around when there's rhymes and songs. Wow, it's extraordinary. Uh, Is there one piece of information that you would like to share to the audience that they could benefit from through this interview? Well, I feel in my heart right now as I sit centered upright in my chair, feeling grounded and going to the heart to answer that question, um, how I can be very helpful for ones out there is to go in your heart, know the truth within you of what you need to do for each moment of the day, what feels right. And even when we have difficulties, just let it go for a moment, sit in our heart, that, that means really just take your focus in your heart, but you got to be upright and grounded first. And then take your focus like you're inside of your eyes, like a light, and go into the heart space, that heart chakra, and just sit there. And then just allow the answer to flow through. And it may come through a knowingness. It may come through words that sound like your thoughts, your voice, and that's correct. It sounds like your voice. Or you might get a feeling that flows through or bubbles up, some kind of feeling. Or you might hear a loved one on the other side. You might feel the characteristic of the loved one on the other side, the same feeling that they were of when they were on this side, you know, how they smelled, how they felt, their energy. It's the same thing. So when you go to your heart and you feel in those different areas, that is, you are correct. That is the answer. And then allow the, that is the place, I should say. You're right on target. And then allow it to come through what it feels like, what it hears, sounds like. You might, um, spirits moving my tongue and taste buds, and what it tastes like. You are a conduit for all things. That's why we're here. We're all here to be a conduit, to plug ourselves in this light to Mother Earth, and hear, see, and know, and receive love and light, move along our path, and play and have fun. We're here to have fun. Aaron and I in the world. <laughs> That's brilliant, uh, Prima. Uh, it's been a very interesting talk of the spirit and everything. And anyone that's interested, check out Prima, P R E M A dash Leah, L I A dot com, Prima dash Leah Thank you very much. Thank you for spending the time to listen to the show. If you want to learn more, check out com. That's S-A-N-C-I-T dot com. Join Sansish Group on Facebook and contact us if you have any questions. Until next time, have an awesome day and rock on.